Cameron. Been a while. I know, it has. A bit slack, eh? Oh, I know. Just yeah. having too much fun. I know, that's it. Not that this isn't fun. Yeah, yeah, this is fun. But different type of fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just hard. yeah. bit hard to find, to find the uh, time and uh, motivation to organise it, really, but it's been um, a bit bright. And it actually hasn't been that long. No, no, what? Ten days, long. maybe? Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's not too bad. Yeah, it's not like months that like people don't hear anything. Yeah. And then Ray's like, oh. Yeah. Actually, that didn't download this week. Yeah. Or for the last month. Actually, actually I just um, I just released our last episode anyway, and then right. this one will come out in a few days, so it won't it won't be like too bad. That's good. You anyway, know, it's all good. It's funny though with that because I notice with myself, I get into the habit of listening to one or two podcasts and forget about the other ones, and then when I'm like, oh, I wonder what's on this, and then I sort of look back and go, oh, why wouldn't they release, you know, yeah. if they had had a break, yep. I'd done a little bit like, ah, oh, hang on, yep. even though I wasn't really engaged in it. Yeah, time, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the um, power of consistency with everything. Yeah, it isn't is, it? Eh? Like, if yeah. you're just always being consistent about releasing your stuff, then people don't drift off because yeah. you didn't do something for three weeks so they forget about you. Yeah. Because people have a lot of stuff uh, fighting for their attention. Yeah, it's true. So, you know, get a new one, it's like, you know, because I really look forward to my favourite podcasts. I'm not saying that our podcast is anyone's favourite just yet. Well, oh, it might be, though. Could be. Yeah. Could be, you never know. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, but we've done, we've been up to a lot. Yes. Since uh, that time. Yep. The last time we yep. podcasted. So... I'll start, shall I start with my update? You start with your update. I'll start with my update. So, uh, I think I must have shot off to Hawaii a couple of days after we last recorded. Yep. So, like 11 days in Hawaii, which was um, awesome. Yeah. Just in Waikiki. I'm not sure if I've said it on the podcast before, but for like most of my life, I thought I wouldn't enjoy Honolulu or Hawaii. Really? Just you haven't said that, actually? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So I just always thought, no, nah, it'll be too, like, resorty and busy for me. Yeah. And I was like, no, I would quite like, you know, like, places like, uh, I don't know, Southeast Asia, like a, an yeah. I, a remote island or something like that. But actually, when we first went there in 18 or 17 or 18 or something, the first time for Kona, I was like, man, I mean... Missing Sold. out on this place. This place is uh, is awesome. Um, so we were in Waikiki. We were going to go to uh, Maui for a few days, but we just thought, nah, because it'll just upset. You know, it might just upset the time to relax, mm. whatever. You know, where it was just it all. So we didn't really want to be actually doing that much. Mm. You know, we just and having to break. pack everything up. Yeah, and it's up a heaver. Find a new pain. place and yeah. So we just didn't want to risk it. We thought, oh no, we'll just stay in one place for eleven days and not Nuts. waste a day or two days on moving because that's yeah. what happens. You know, you know when you you wasted a day getting there and then two days getting back because of the time zone that it feels like or whatever. So anyway, so we just stayed in Waikiki and had a car the whole time, so we could go a few places and we didn't even go that many places. We we're like we we're just enjoying it so much. Yeah. And, um, that's a real, that's really relaxing because sometimes yeah. when you try to put too much into one, into a holiday, it's exhausting actually. Yeah, and a couple of times we did go out in the car, like it did get a little bit stressful anyway, you know, yeah. you don't know where you're going. And, yeah. You know, but, uh, so yeah, and the hotel, location's key, hey, when you want to go for one of those holidays. Yeah. 
So we're literally uh, like 200 metres from the start of Waikiki Beach there, the public nice. part of it. So we could just come down from the hotel, we'd like go for a run uh, or what else, I can't even remember, like we just did whatever we wanted to do. Yeah, you know? lovely. We didn't have too much of it. Plan, but we went for a bunch of runs and um, you went surfing a few surfing, times. Yep, yep. And we were up early most mornings. Yeah. Had a few, few late mornings, but like seven o'clock yeah. like would be the latest. And yeah. we probably did that one morning or two mornings. And um, yep, swimming in the ocean. And I did surfing. I surfed every day, and some days twice, twice a day. Uh, so that was really cool. It is. Um, the surfing's good, but it's, I probably should have explored a little bit more and found, because on the last day I went, I went to the surfing spot, it was a bit better. Mm. So I surfed at Diamond Head a couple of times, and then out, of, out in, Waik, in the bay in Waikiki, just because it's so easy, like you just, I just yeah. came down in my shorts from the hotel room with my board and just jumped out there and mm. had to battle with the longboarders to get any waves, but got a few and then, um, and then I was quite happy. Like, because actually, it always makes you realise when I go surfing somewhere else, how good the surf is at home. Oh, that's good. Yeah, how how good we have it. So yeah. now I'm like, oh, I'm looking forward to get home, getting yeah, home, yeah. And getting back surfing uh, there. So, and you know the place and you know the people that are out. Yeah, it's just uh, much more easier to get into it. Um, yeah, and um, uh, been here. What are we talking about? Been having issues with my foot. Yeah. So I just, I just while I was away, I just decided oh, I'm just going to take um, anti-inflammatories the whole time, just to not have my sore foot spoiling yeah. my holiday. So it's been really good. So I've been able to do whatever I wanted to do. With that. So that's cool. Nice. Yep. So that was my um, holiday, and now of course we met up here in Austin, ATX. Yeah. Austin, Texas. Yep. Y'all. Y'all. Yeah, so this is a cool place, so you're like, this is an awesome place. This is place. very cool. Love it. And, and even though accommodation is a bit like a student's flat in Dunedin, yeah. that looks like they've just slapped some paint on it. They bought it last month, yeah. slapped some yeah, paint yeah. on it, put it on Airbnb yeah. and haven't And we weren't worried, too worried with they'd spill it all over the floor while they were slapping on the nah, walls. Nah, nah, don't need cups, do we? <laughs> yeah. You know, all of the sort of, you don't really have a lot of the basics, but the location's primo. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, That's it's right. right off South Congress. And wherever we go, anywhere. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. I know. It's just <laughs> remarkable. And we've been some places. Like, our favourite thing to do really is to go to a brewery yeah. and enjoy their little paddle that they give us or their flight, whatever yeah. they call it. And there are some amazing beers. Yep. And so many breweries. There's like. so many. We're so not going to get through them all. We're at this one here, uh, St. Elmo's Brewery. And this is in a really cool industrial area. And this is our second brewery of the afternoon, actually. Yes. Now the other one was smaller, different vibe. This one's a bit better. Yeah, I think so. I, I actually, yeah, I did get the pip a little bit with the yeah, other yeah, one. Yeah. Bad internet connection. Not very many beers to choose from and not the beers that I like. So I'm quite yeah. glad we came here. Yep, so having a second go at it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Although I would add we're quite moderate. Like we don't get a paddle each. No, no, we just get one paddle this year yeah. of these four ounce ones. Yeah. I don't know how many mils that is. It says 125. Oh. But I wonder if there is tad smaller than that, to be honest. Mm. Like, I think wonder if there are 100 mils. Yeah. Yeah, so we just share one of those. So, I mean, I've basically been drinking every night since 
we left on the 14th of May. Yeah, yeah. I don't think, oh, well. I might have had a couple of nights of night drinking. Yeah. But haven't been drunk. No, I have, and I similarly have drunk on every night since I've been away. Haven't been drunk. Yeah. 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 Also, when it, so I left on the 18th, Thursday, went to Tampa, mm. went to a conference day that um, BioLane, Lane Norton put on, and that was great. But the entire week, and then I went over to Miami and caught up with one of my business partners from Keto, from Conscious Food Co. That was awesome. Except I had, for the first eight days, the worst sleep. And in fact, I've only had good sleep since being here in Austin. Uh, it was just the disruption in the time zones. And yeah. I'd never had such bad sleep as I, had, uh, as I had for that last week. It was awful. So it's nice that the last few days hasn't been, hasn't been so bad. Yeah. And um, yeah, so wise. When we were in Hawaii, that time zone is awesome because it's pretty oh, yeah. much about the same time except yeah. just on a different day. So easy. So that makes it really easy. And then, and then I came here, and then it's a five-hour shift. Yeah. So you do like a two-hour shift and then a five-hour shift, which is yeah. better than doing a. Well, you might have done. Did you do a seven? I think I did five and seven. Mm. But for what? And also, I was trying to sell like, and then I was in the middle of the launch as well. Yeah. And I think the right. combo of both of those just my, my I think my stress was probably a little bit yeah. high yeah. than what it otherwise would have been, and you know, so cool. yeah. Yeah, but isn't it cool? You could still do it while in the middle of something like that. Oh, how lucky! Yeah. How lucky that we are sitting. Yeah, and, and just even where we are right now. Yeah. You know, I've got um, Jill's conference couple of in-person days tomorrow which is why we're here and I just cannot wait I think it's so inspired by being in the same room as other yep. women who are doing the same thing as me but also then learning from people who are more successful than I am yeah and just make them motivated to be more successful cool. and then making money while you're away yeah actually making the money while you're away paying for the trip trip you know money all it's all one bucket really but yeah if you think about it it's good to think about it like that like I'm here away I'm gonna work and I'm making yeah making the monies. Yeah. So I can do this. And who wants I mean I couldn't just sit around and not work anyway. Like uh, my my um idea for when I was in Hawaii was not to work. Oh really? I don't know why I had that idea. Yeah, yeah. I thought maybe that maybe that's what I should do. Like yeah maybe just don't work at all. But then like mm. I got half a day into it and I just was like, oh no, I just want to do a couple of things. Yeah. And do you know, I think sometimes being away with that relaxed mindset allows for more space yeah. to solve problems mm. that you might not be able to do in your normal environment. Yeah. And what I did do is I normally uh, at work now, I'm quite strict on what I do and when I do it just to make sure I can get everything done because yeah. I've got so many things going on like different businesses that I'm working in and different projects I'm working on. If I don't do that, I get to the end of the week and I just like haven't worked on two things and it's like, yeah. oh shit, no, I need to get those done. So, but while I was in Hawaii, I might as well work on to it, move on to a, uh, a work. Yes. Our work updates now, actually. Yeah, perfect. So while I was, I was in Hawaii, I sort of didn't do all of those things I normally do. The extra work, like, I always put my work into two buckets. Mm -hmm really so one is that just the everyday of the business making sure my coaches are looked after and if there's any issues I sort them out or whatever and the other three buckets the other one is trying to grow it like the marketing side of it and then and then the third one is 
trying to make sure that I continue to improve the product and service. Yeah. Which is probably one of the most challenging ones to do because it's like there's always a power balance between trying to make it good and better for my existing clients as and compared to trying to get new clients so I can continue to right. do the business because yeah, yeah. need need more money coming in. So so there's those three buckets, but then there's like another sort of bucket which sort of fits into that improving it one, but is like more experimental. So while I was away, I did um, what I called Hawaii AI. Yes, I love it. Yeah. And um, so basically just playing around with a the AI tools to just figure out what's possible in terms of integrating it directly into the platform. So I built two two quite fun things. One like a Zwift workout builder. Yeah. So you could build a cycling workout just by entering filling in a few bits and pieces like the distance of the workout, the goal like muscle endurance or aerobic endurance or increasing FTP, whatever your goal want to be. And then a tone. And the tone's quite fun because it would be like chilled, professional, serious, um, obsessed. Obsessed. Uh, what else did I put? Um, manic or something like that. Jeez, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Then, um, and then you can fill in a bit, like type out actually, you could actually just type out, oh, I want a workout with a, a ramp warm up, a solid state for a solid effort for 20 minutes, and then five times intervals at, you know, 95% FTP, yeah. and then a cool down. Yeah. And then basically the AI would generate the structure of the workout and output it, and then you could just save it to your library and training tool. So that's actually, uh, live now in the platform. Amazing. So what I need, just need to do is figure out how to communicate to some of my coaches how to start playing with it, with it. setting expectations really. Yeah, great. Like this is like an experimental yeah. thing and there'll be like weird things that happen. Can I ask you, have you given them a demo on how to do it? Yes. Oh, great. So, yeah, so there's I, videos and stuff. Yeah, so what, cool. there was before it was live, Yeah. I was demoing it as I was like three quarters of the way through building it. Before yeah, nice. I'd got it ready for release, and I'll do another demo yeah. as part of, part of this, as I explain to people how to use it and then what to expect. Yeah, because it's you know it's slow and buggy. Yeah, like it's just a, it's going to be a early release beta. Yeah, because um, need the feedback to help train the AI. Yeah, to do a better job. Yeah, great. So that can only really come from real, real coaches with their real feedback on on what it um, produces. Um, so that really got me thinking like, okay, so there is real potential here. Like I can do, you know, I can do this, get this done in, in a seven or eight days while I'm only working on it like an hour or two a day. Yeah, great. So there's a lot of potential to put this throughout the platform. And I'm really trying to think about not just oh, how can AI generate training plans for athletes so you don't have to do anything or whatever because you know it's not it won't necessarily be good at that like really broad sort of overall thing like how to adapt a training plan to people's yeah. training or whatever so i want to implement things that just make things that the coach already does easier and faster 
but so they can still enjoy what they do and they can still coach their athletes. Because the coaching comes down to the modifying of the workouts, the the um, doesn't it? Like I mean, you, I mean, because yeah. if I if I think about triathlon plans, they're all the same. Doesn't matter yeah. who you are. Like the structure is very similar. There's different different way that maybe two or three or four ways that the coaches do it. But it's in that individualization. Like you do modify things within that sample training plan to suit the athletes. Yeah. That's the coaching aspect. Yep, of it. you do, you do, and but you know the reality is when I talk candidly with coaches about this, people are way more the same than they are different. Mm. Like I mean, you've got you, know, you do have like. I'm not saying like a beginner is the same as like an advanced athlete. I'm saying two athletes who are in like the middle or two athletes who are in the advanced, their training plans aren't going to be that yeah. different. Yeah. And even if they were, it wouldn't actually make that much difference. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot more to coaching than prescribing the right Absolutely. And I think that's what I was plans. thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so prescribing the right training, uh, yeah. training is only a, a small part of coaching. Getting them to actually do it properly is probably the, the harder part of coaching. Yeah. Changing behaviour, you know, when people get stuck in their ways and they like the way the things that they do, don't do the things that are prescribed because they're not confident that they're doing. Yeah. So coaches providing an environment where the athlete can be really confident and changes. Yeah. So all of that stuff, AI is never, well, I'm not going to say never, but it's not going to be good at any of that for a long time. Yeah. But what it is good at is like creating variations of similar workouts and then also um, summarizing data. So I was telling you my idea the other day. So for example, coaches might sit down with their athletes once a week or once every two weeks, once every few days and talk about how things are going. Yeah, so a coach might have a lot of clients and then they will sit down uh, for the chat or whatever. Yeah. And they're going to have to go, shit, so now I am just need to review all of this training because, you know, no matter how good you are as a coach, you're not going to remember, like, all of the interactions oh, no. you had with this one person and not get them mixed up with some yeah. of the interactions that you had with another yeah. uh, person. So a, an ability to go into an athlete's account in the system generate an AI report with insights that will then go off and summarize all of the conversations across all of the workouts that have been done. Summarize their, what was planned for them what, versus what they did. Summarize some of the data statistics and then just create some insights based on all of that that yeah. might suggest something for the coach to, to then bring up in the meeting and also produce a really cool looking report that they could then share with the athlete and of, of course all of this could be editable afterwards yeah so it's not like That's, you're just going to like, go with what yeah, the AI yeah, yeah. says exactly do you know I heard someone Kevin Kelly talk about AI and they're like think about AI as a new intern who doesn't know anything mm. they can do an okay job because that you've hired them you know yeah. they've got some skills but you can never just release anything based on they're originally always going to have to mould it. Yep. I yep. love that. I, I really yep. thought that was pretty good. So they're really good. it's really good at some things, like synthesising data, yeah. summarising it, yeah. maybe garnering some insights from yeah. it that is really hard to do, that's really hard for a person to do, but easy for an AI to do. So then the coach can look at it. And then this will be like 
Okay, now you know, I remember all this stuff now. Yeah. Then it's like, and then it then it just pulls that out of the coach's brain. Yes. Because all it's done, it's summarised it and then brought it all back to the memory. Totally. Without the coach having to go through all of the conversations to remind themselves yeah. of yeah of what happened. So that sort of thing. I think that's a winner. Yeah. I think that is such a good idea. So something I. And my coaching call the other day that I will talk about in a sec as well was talking about the stuff that I've been doing with AI. Talking about how some coaches seem to be ignoring the whole situation. Mm. Some telling themselves that it's just a fad or whatever and it'll, it'll fizzle out or whatever. Some ignoring it completely. Some saying that it's shit. Yeah. And it'll never be good. Yeah. But it will because... I've seen what it's, what's possible and it's only going to get better and better. So AI won't replace coaches, but coaches who adopt AI will replace coaches who don't. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That's, where, that's sort of where I've landed now. Yeah. My opinion yeah. may change later. Yeah. But that's what I think will happen at the moment. Yeah. Had a call with a uh, coach looking to use training talk the other day. He's using ChatGPT for a bunch of stuff. Is he already? Yep. Cool. Not just for his coaching stuff. No, no, but he's familiar with the technology. Yep. And, and he's that's... using it to write, yeah. to help with writing emails and yeah. writing Brilliant. stuff. Um, I think it's just at a very basic level, yeah. I mean, that's what is so useful with this. Yeah. yeah. So people need to get, get off of the idea that it's just, I'll oh, press a button and, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. produce all my stuff magically. Yeah, that is not Which it. Which is never going to be like that because it doesn't read your mind. Mm -hmm. What it is, is it's like you said, it's like having an intern. It's like having an employee yeah. that you couldn't afford otherwise, yeah. that you can easily afford now. Yeah. So you need to be leveraging it because you'll be like worth, you know, you'll, you'll be twice as productive, if not is more. It's funny you say that because what, it's uh, $30 a month, New Zealand? Yeah. To Yeah. Nothing. No brainer. No brainer. No brainer. And um, so yeah, my coaching. So I had my first yes. coaching call in my new small group. Oh, I love that. Which is now going to be limited to five businesses. And I've been nervous about it because it's, it's, it's expensive and it's a big chunk of my revenue. And I'm like, oh, I need to now make that. be able to yes. make it back or whatever. And then so it's stressful. But then I, I know that there's so much more accountability in this small group. Yeah. Because when you're not, when you're trying to do something like this, like I'm smart enough, I'm experienced enough now, I've been doing this for ages, I have enough knowledge to be as successful than anyone else. So it's just my behavior that's stopping me. And this is gonna help behavior change. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and accountability and and uh, just just keeping on keeping on track. So that was really so the go the, the first call was awesome. That's awesome. Yep. And then uh, still part of the bigger coaching group as well. So that's part of what I'm paying for as well. Cool. So we had that monthly update this morning because I've uh, mostly been on vacation for the month. But this you know now for this next month I'm set up for moving forward a bit. Cool. And. Um, and, you know, here yeah, we're in such a good routine of work. Like you yeah. and I, so this is what makes it work so well. We're, we're very similar in terms of getting up early. We both 
are happy to go to the gym or do whatever, yeah. come back and work, 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 then dinner, brewery. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, I was having a call with a, a colleague at one of my contract gigs and telling him that I'm not doing a nine to five. And we're basically doing three, three blocks of work during the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very early, yeah. which I never do. Like I never do any work before I'll train or whatever. Yeah. But that's quite good. And then, yeah, so that block, and then we'll go off and exercise. Yeah. Come back and do another block. Yeah. Have lunch or whatever. And then we'll, so the middle block's a big one. And then we'll go to a brewery or whatever, and then come back and do an hour or two hours or something. Yeah. And I think, I'm, I think I might be doing more, getting more work. Getting through more work than yeah. doing it all in one, and mainly one one big block. I think I must as well because all of the the strings attached to real life are not here yeah, right now, yeah, no so I don't strings. have to worry about anything other than what I'm doing and a little bit about what you're doing, but not really. No, no, you don't really worry no. too much about what I'm doing. No, <laughs> you know, like and just like oh yeah, okay, and we just it's. And I often think, God, could I have a routine like this at home? And I just couldn't because life is just different at home. But I like the routine when we're away. I like the doing a bit of work, then seeing some clients later in the day after I've done a big chunk of work. That really works for me as well. Yeah, so my New Zealand works all like in, in the eve from like four till nine or something. Yes. Because when I've been doing blocks of, yeah. of the new stuff that I have to do for our own time zone so, yeah. so that's quite good yeah and then um yeah so it's all good that's great yeah so have you got work updates yeah so when we last spoke i was just heading into my lead magnet so i d- decided to change the way that i um provided that service for the people who i wanted to come into my basically get people into my lead magnet to then be able to sell them my program. That's essentially what League Magnet is, but also obviously provide value. And so I'm like, I wanna do it differently this time based on something we'd learned from my previous in-person conference that I was here for in February. And it was, instead of just being one webinar, it was across five days and it was three workshops, which were about an hour each, plus my engagement with people on the Facebook page that I developed to give, and to give them tasks as well. So they, and. So they listened to a workshop that I did and then I got them to do something. So not only were they engaged in the workshop, they then had to do something outside of that. So really more than just this one point in time where they got to see, you know, you know, all the stuff that I know, which is what a webinar sort of does, you know, which is what I'd done previously. And um, coming into the anatomy of fat loss, which is what it was, we had maybe 200 less people. Mm. So I only had about a thousand people. And I'm not sure whether that was just because of, um, I didn't give enough time um, to uh, advertise it, or or again, it wasn't the right time of year. This is not the right time of year for this, and so I'll come back to that. But but hey, got a thousand people, that was great. And, and possibly got a thousand more engaged people, because it, you commit to more when yeah. you're committing to, you know, Definitely. three days. And I sold it as a live event, because that's what you sort of call it. And then I was in the Facebook page doing some nutrition coaching with them that I would be doing in the Monday's Matter Plan in addition to the three workshops. And the best thing came about it was, well, one, well, one it was a lot of work. Like, there's no, like, there absolutely was a ton of work. 
which you don't get paid for that work, but the people get exposed to you and what you do. And I think one, and also people get a ton of value out of it, you know, and you build that trust. And I just, uh, people loved it. And I just loved that about it. So I'm certainly going to do something like this again next time. And I just, you know, really enjoyed doing it. And then when it came to launching my program, um, it, that was stressful. And, you know, we certainly like last time I got 700 people sign up. This time we, we landed on about 500, which is way more than I thought, given how slow it was moving at the start. Mm. And whilst we haven't done a sort of a deep analysis of numbers or anything, I do, you know, like I actually wonder whether now's not the right time to be launching in May as we're heading into winter. Yeah. And it's, you know, if I'm thinking about the Northern Hemisphere calendar, it's actually prime for summer workouts and summer bodies and stuff like that. And I mean, essentially that's what it is. But in New Zealand, we're all ready to hibernate, yeah. stay at home, watch Netflix, eat roast, complain. complain, and then just go, I'll deal with that in spring. Yeah. You know, so I wonder how much of that is going on. It's, it's difficult to know exactly. Like, we looked at the advertising campaign and apparently it wasn't, mm. a, you know, it was all right. It was pretty good. Maybe we just need to expand that a bit further. Maybe we yep. need to look more at target audiences. I'm not sure. Yep. And definitely the advertising campaigns like the... Um, it's the end of the process anyway. Yes. Like we, it's, the, it's everything that happens up leading mm. up to it is the real mm. thing. It's the leads, not the launch. Like the advertising Absolutely. happens after the, after the launch. I stole that from Jill. No, and um, I really love it. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that I need to focus on from sort of here on in. We need to come up with, we need to think about how best to do a lead magnet that really gets people into my ecosystem to then be able to... In enough time. In uh, enough, with enough time. time yeah. yeah. But not all is lost because now all these people that are in it from this one, the timing will be better for them in the next one. I, and this is what I was really, thinking. It's really yeah. hard to like convince someone, oh, they sign up for a lead magnet three weeks before the thing and then you start selling it one week, or well, 10 days before. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you know, I'm, only, I'm not sure or whatever. I agree. But then and if it's like two months later, first, and it comes up, they might be just like, oh, boom, I'm in. Agree. Like I think now I, you know, I had ended up with the sort of had the workshops, and then I had maybe a half of those people join the Facebook page, or 500 people mm. join the Facebook page. In total, from the, that people, I think we may have had 250 out of the. We had maybe a 25 25% conversion rate from the, which is a really yeah, high conversion good. rate actually. But there are still, there are still all of the people that didn't. There's 700 people that didn't, but they're still in my ecosystem. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, and these people accumulate over time, you know. Yes. Like they're still there. Yeah. Just because they didn't buy this time doesn't mean they're not going to no. buy. So it's, and know. I think, so I, in the end, I ended up being pretty happy with how things, how things rolled out, actually. Really mm. happy with how things rolled out. So, and now I'm excited to sort of go along tomorrow and continue to learn and just sort of refine what we do. But I also got some great ideas from my lead magnet and just from other things I've been listening to about another product that I can sort of put um, put together, which I think is going to be such a valuable thing for people to do when they want to lose weight. Yeah. Because it's just, you know, there are just elements which aren't involved in the things that I already offer yeah. as formally. I mean, they're all part of it, but I really want to sort of focus, dial in on one or two things. So I've gotten some good ideas. 
Um, so that was great. So yeah, and then also now we're just into Monday's Matter, it's week one and it's just a whole bustling hive of activity and I just yeah. love it. Yeah. So, you know, you get a lot of good stuff from it. Yep. And the more people who go through it, the more people will talk about it with their friends or whatever. Yeah. Get yeah. good results. And, totally. And then um, come bring friends, come back again. Yeah. Keep coming back. A lot of yeah. people keep coming back. Yeah, they do. And um, and so, in addition to that, just working on my mentorship. I'm up to week ten of my content. I've got is that week ten? I'm up to or week nine? Week ten, and um, just need to put that together in a hurry actually because I miss I skip a day because uh, we're travelling. Uh, so yeah. so I've realised I'm like oh I've really got to sort of work on this, but it's it's great. But so that mentorship's going really well too. Yeah, so good. all in all, work is good. And look, we're in Austin. Yeah, that's amazing. Because of my work. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, how great is that? This time last year, I was employed as a lecturer. Yeah, well, teaching were you sport. in LA? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but with the well, COVID. Yeah, well, we had both COVID. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, true. I really had to trust the arms to get there. Yep. So, uh, oh, awesome. Let's, should we end with a quote of the episode? Yeah, please. Episode? Yeah. Um, quote, oh, is this going to be so a new this thing? Is quite good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, good, I like it. A borrowed quote of the, because yeah. I don't know, I'm, I've never come up with a quote on my own. I'm sure but you have, but no, well, no not many does. people do. No. So, success is failing over and over again without any loss of enthusiasm. Love it. That, I'm going to share that with my Mondays people. Yeah, do it. Yeah. All right. Always. Okay, awesome. next one.